Salutations, everyone, and welcome to the Triple R Podcast, the Retro Wrestling Report. My name's Warren. How's everybody doing? Fantastic Wednesday to you all. Uh, Let's bring in the compadres. We are not wasting any time. Start with Brother Chris. Chris, how are you? That was a really long pause you did. Um, where I'm trying to get there. Okay. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> have you uh, Have you enjoyed this second round of freaking snow that we got? Uh, yeah, we're really battling this nor'easter, man. I, I didn't think it was that bad. It was, I mean. No, no, no. no. It, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, we were remote learning from school for two days yeah but i don't think you needed to it's it wasn't uh, the first day no well we always whenever we saw the news everybody was saying that it was going to start around noontime so and then dismissal was going to be treacherous yeah uh, but the snow didn't start until six so the first day we really didn't need to stay home today Day of recording, yeah, absolutely need to stay home because once you have to bring the snowblower out, then all bets are off. <laughs> um, and coming to us from the great state of Texas, where a dusting will shut them down. Pilch, how are you? I'm doing good, Warren. Thank you for having me. Right, here we go again. Go ahead, just Chris, get it out now. What? I'm just, you know, I'm happy Pilchers can make it. I'm glad the, the weather didn't interfere with our satellite feed. Uh. Yeah, no inclement weather over here. Uh, I believe it was 65 today and sunny, so we were. It was close, but we're <laughs> all right. If I could talk about satellite for a second, ever since I've been in in the the uh, Lee family compound here. Um, I've had direct TV, uh, mostly because I wanted to get the NFL package so I could watch my beloved 49ers fast forward. Whenever it snows and the snow sticks to the satellite dish, we just don't have TV. Yeah. Only annoying part because I refuse to deal with spectrum cable by any means. You and everyone else. So, this week, this Wednesday, we're going to get into, um, we we specifically decided to record after the Royal Rumble, just so we could sit there and actually watch it live on Sunday, um, and I would have to say, probably one of the better Rumbles that I've seen in recent years. Um, every match was very good, there were some hiccups. Mainly one big hip cup that we'll get into. Um, but we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about the winners of the respective Royal Rumbles. Uh, AEW today, at the time of this, no, at the time of this recording, is going to come out with uh, Beach Break on their uh, show, which is a large, large card. Massive matches and implications there. And we're also going to get into details for our season finale, which is next week, and uh, how we're going to uh, figure out our season one winner for the Triple R podcast. Um, but let's start with this Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Um, 
first off, let's just go over your initial thoughts after watching the Royal Rumble. Uh, let's start off with Justin Pilcher. Pilch, your initial thoughts uh, top to bottom for this Royal Rumble. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, I don't, as has been well documented throughout the the weeks that we've been doing this podcast, I don't have a lot of faith in WWE most of the times. Uh, but they do seem to get it right on the pay-per-views mostly. Um, there's been a lot of chatter uh, on the dirt sheets or on YouTube or whatever about whether or not people thought the right people won the Royal Rumbles. I want to say that I think they did. Um, uh, the three of us here are big proponents of Bianca Belair. And, you know, when it got down to the final two and it's her and Rhea Ripley, I, I was elated. I figured that was a win-win scenario for all wrestling fans. Um, and then when it comes to the men's rumble, I think I, I might be alone in this. I, I was not one that wanted to see Daniel Bryan win. I like Daniel Bryan. I just, you know, for me personally, I just didn't really want to see a Daniel Bryan main event at WrestleMania. I just, I don't, for whatever reason, I wasn't into it. Um, and the Edge storyline is just such an easy one to pick back up with and run with. And if he's good to go and he can he can work, then I'm all about it. So I was happy that Edge won. I thought it was great they brought Christian back and the two of them worked together. You know, down to the final was it five four towards the end. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, let me. Let me I'm efforting it right now. Christian was, was the there. Five. He was eliminated twenty six, so he uh, he was one of the final five, final four. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I I was a huge fan of the fact they pushed the women's tag team title match to the pre show. Thought that's where that belonged. Um, yeah, no, it was good. You know, the the I guess the one tiny criticism I have is that neither tag team title was def- men's tag team title was defended or was the IC title or the UC title or United States title mm-hmm. defended. Um, you know, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more representation there, but I get it. You know, when you have a Royal Rumble pay-per-view, two, two hours of it are for the actual Royal Rumble matches. And, you know, you do have to defend your big titles as well. So um, it, that's an excusable misstep in my opinion. Yeah, that's something that they're they've been going away from, especially once they establish that they're going to do a women's Royal Rumble, um, because this Royal Rumble clocked in just over an hour, hour and thirty two seconds. Um, the women's Royal Rumble was another hour, fifty eight minutes. So there's two hours of your your pay per view. You start at seven. You want we want to be done by by ten thirty eleven o'clock. It's not going to leave much room for other matches to happen. Um, so shrinking the card, doing three other matches plus the pre-show match, so four other matches on top of the Royal Rumbles is is what you're gonna get for our Royal Rumble going forward, as long as they do they split them like that. Um, Chris, what do you got for uh, the Royal Rumble? Your initial uh, thoughts? Um, my initial thoughts. Uh, I thought it was good. I liked, um, I liked the women's tag match. I thought that was decent. Um, I didn't really care for Goldberg and Drew just cause 
I didn't agree with the match in the beginning and I wasn't, I just wasn't interested in it. So, I mean, it was whatever. Um, they both did each other's, uh, well, <sighs> Drew hit a spear and then hit his claymore like 20 times and Goldberg hit a spear and a jackhammer and couldn't put Drew away. And it's just like, I don't know. It was whatever. Like we could have. Do we really need to do this? I don't know. Drew's already strong in my opinion, so I just I don't know. And the match was whatever. Um, what were the other matches on the card? Then there were two Royal Rumbles and the um, the Universal, right? Yeah, yeah. Roman Sasha and Carmella. Sasha and Carmella. Carmella. Sasha and Carmella was good. Um. And then it was Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens for the universe. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, like all the singles matches, the you know, except for Drew and Goldberg. I didn't really care about that. Sasha and, Sasha and Carmella was decent. Um, I thought it was fine. I didn't have any anything bad to say about it. Um, and then the Drew and – or not Drew, uh, uh, Roman and, and, and Kevin – I really liked that match. I thought those guys did a great job exploring the space of the Thunderdome. Um, I, I really liked when Roman ran over Kevin Rollins with the golf cart. That <laughs> didn't see it coming. It really tickled me. Um, I'm like blanking on the finish, though. I remember the, you know, Roman was having trouble with unlocking those handcuffs. I so mean. So, yeah, I don't so know what happened? Who who was fumbling? Who had butterfingers? And then the stupid ref, you know, he's counting right as he should. When Kevin Owens gets back to his feet, he stops counting, but Roman is still down. Yeah, so because he's handcuffed, but ref should have been counting still. Mm-hmm. Or and you know he kind of stopped and gave Roman a second or like maybe he was gonna reset the count but they don't normally do that in a last man standing it's just if they're both down you count and whoever gets their feet first gets it and then you keep counting from you know where wherever you're at I the ref definitely in that moment because Roman like not thinking about it he's trying to help Paul with the key they're having some problem with this key I don't know if they're Putting it in the wrong spot. They got it upside down. It's the wrong key. I don't know what's happening. But I think the ref definitely like whispered to Roman, like, dude, get on your feet. Like, get like squat. Like something. Like he said something to him. Cause then all of a sudden Roman's in like a, a squatted, like on his feet. And then they like made mention to it. Like Roman's to his feet now, but they said it a little too early because he, he definitely wasn't on his feet until the ref said something to him to get up on his feet and squat. Um, but yeah, but then Roman gets out and I, I'm like blanking. I'm like blanking on what happened at the end. I know Roman wins. I can't remember how he wins. He's a guillotine sleeper. Um, yeah. Kind of a anticlimactic so, ending. Yeah, yeah, that whole, that whole ending, um, really took away from how good the match was as a whole. Oh yeah. Um I <laughs> the Roman pulling the ref 
and knocking him out on the the set design i thought was hilarious i'm always i always chuckle at like sudden impact things like that mm. I don't know why. uh if you ever seen the movie final destination when the guy at the end of the first one gets hit by the bus hilarious um but that part was a part of it, I think. That was regular part. That was a normal part of the ending. Paul Heyman struggling to unco- uh, unlock these handcuffs was not a part of the ending. <laughs> the second ref coming out was fine. But then he gets to five and six and just stops counting. Not a good look. Um, and it felt like it took forever. It was probably a minute or two, but it felt like it was five for uh, for Paul to get the, the cuffs off. And then, like you said, Pilge, a very anticlimactic ending for the guillotine right after Roman gets out. Almost like a, okay, we got to, once we get these cuffs off, we have to go home immediately uh, because of timing or whatever. Um. Outside of that moment, I thought that match was phenomenal. And I know we spoke a lot about um, the whole Roman Reigns thing with, oh, he's going to fight Adam Pearce. Nope, he's going to fight Kevin Owens again. Um, And we weren't too necessarily thrilled with that decision. Um but I think the match outside of the ending really kind of made up for it. Oh yeah. Um, I did think the Sasha's and Carmella match was very good. Um, the Drew and Goldberg match was what it was. Um, you know, you weren't going to get more than five minutes out of Goldberg and uh, they managed to squeeze in a- enough action. And I like their handshake at the end. Um, and this is like this is all about continuing to build and make Drew look strong. And I don't know if there's ever a point where they can look too strong. Um, I I do want to say that I when they announced this match, I called it, and it's on recording. And I don't care what anyone says that this is what was going to happen. <laughs> so that's the only reason I like that um, match is because. Yeah, no, it, it it was what it was. It was is a hundred percent as expected. It wasn't going to be a long drawn out match, and I'm glad that that they're continuing to build Drew and, and make him as strong as he is. Um, and then we mentioned the the Royal Rumble winners. Bianca Belair is a a fan favorite of this podcast, at least. Um, she was probably, I mean, I know we made our picks, but. Deep down, once it got down to to nuts and bolts at the end, uh, I think we were all rooting for Bianca to come out on top there. And I'll be very interested to see what she's going to do. Uh, Edge winning, I like you said, Pilch, uh, makes the most sense. Um, I did pick Daniel Bryan. I would have been okay with a Daniel Bryan main event at WrestleMania or a title match at WrestleMania. Um but again, story wise, and him as, especially with him eliminating Orton to to win it, uh, I think made the most sense. And well, we'll see Edge head to WrestleMania thirty seven. Do you the- think that because 
Keith Lee had a COVID exposure. Do you think that's why they gave it to Edge? Um, I mean, who's to say? Uh, I uh, I'm there with Keith Lee. I think he's ready. Um, I don't know if they see that just yet. Uh, and I know that they don't want to rush it. Um, look how long it took for them to build Roman into what he is now. Look how long it took for them to build Drew into what he is now. Um, I, well, Drew, I, had to, Drew had to leave and come back. Exactly. Um, I am confident that Keith Lee will get there in, in due time. And I would like to think that maybe it's not his time right now. COVID thing aside, uh, I think even if he was still in there, I don't know if he would have been the one to get his hand raised at the end. Uh, I honestly can't think of, like, I, I don't like the Edge win. I like Edge, mm-hmm. but I don't, for them to book him at this stage in his, in his career, Hall of Famer, retired, you know, came back. Is he in the best physical condition of his life? Probably, yeah. I think he's got to be close. He looks great. He looks great. This is the most um, cut he's ever been in his career. If he, if there were ever any doubts as to his condition, he wouldn't be in the match. Right. Or he wouldn't have came back in last Royal Rumble either. Right. But what I'm saying is for them to book him as the, you know, he's the, comes in at number one, lasts the entirety of the match, somehow, at this stage, I, I don't know if Edge is that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, Edge now is the man who goes however many minutes it was. What was it? 60, 90, whatever it is. How long was the men's Royal Rumble? Uh, An hour. It was an hour. So 60 minutes. So for him to go 60 minutes end to end, he had what? Four eliminations. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. But with that said, I don't know who else you give it to if Keith Lee's not there. I have I have no better pick other than Keith Lee, and he couldn't do it. So Orton, no, he's how many times has Orton won? He's won so many times. We're do, he's done. Like stop giving it to Orton. <laughs> um, Daniel Bryan win. Like he's on his way out. Does he really need a title shot? Like I don't know. And I don't know who else there really is. Like, maybe Big E, but he already has the IC title. Can he do double strap? I don't know if he's he's there yet. Um, who else is in the Rumble? Seth Rollins just coming back. I mean, I probably wouldn't have minded that. Maybe Seth. But again, like, Seth is one of those guys where he's had each title handful of times like he doesn't really need a title anymore he's already established himself we know the kind of workhorse he is so i don't know i just don't i don't know 
I don't like it, but I don't have enough. I don't have a replacement. I don't. I really don't have anyone better. And it's it's just something that you're gonna have to accept. Yeah. But uh, can we talk about how jacked Carlito is? I was ecstatic <laughs> when Carlito came he out. Is huge. <laughs> it's huge. Rather vascular. Oh now. my goodness. Um. And I, went also, got, I went and got an apple. <laughs> he yeah. also had a match on. Uh, he also fought on Monday as well. Um, I saw that he had a, it was a tag match with him and him and Jeff. Him and Jeff Hardy against was it the Hurt Business? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I said it last time. Uh, I will say it again. I really hope this means that Carlito will get some kind of a run. And I don't care where it is, but I'd want it to be on stateside television in yeah. some capacity uh, because he clearly still has the goods. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was just his attitude is why he had got let go last time, right? It was like backstage stuff. Um, Maybe, but he was also extremely young then. Right. Uh, Right and now, as I click on his his uh, Wikipedia, he's only forty one. Oh wow! I thought he was younger. No, he's only forty one. Um, you know who's our who's my age, Warren? Who's that? Kelly Kelly. That is correct. She's born in eighty seven. I did not know that. That is correct. He's actually born the day before I was in seventy nine. Carlito. I wasn't born in 79. It's just he. I, don't, I can't hear what you're saying. You're like cutting in and out. Hello. Say that again. Carlito's birthday is the 21st of February, the day before mine. He was just born in 79, and I was born a few years later. Carlito was born in 79? Yes. Okay. But on the 21st of February. Oh, interesting. Yes. Um, so now that we have a rumble, the rumble winners, uh, let's start with Bianca. Who do we think Bianca's going to go after if she hasn't already declared? Asuka. Avi. No, Sasha. Asuka. Okay. So, no, uh, you're, you're Pilch, wrong. Pilch, why do you say Sasha? Um, I say Sasha because I think Oscar's gonna lose the strap to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I I think I agree with you because I, <coughs> as soon as they got put together, even when they were tag champs, they were put together for them to get broken up. And okay, that's that's how I felt. They I were I hear to- you, like I hear both of you, okay. but. Again, I feel like our whole, this whole time we've been doing this podcast, the pay-per-views that we've watched, that we've witnessed, and there has been no Raw women's title defense. And it's like, why aren't they defending this Raw women's title? Oh, because they don't have anyone for Oscar to go against. They don't have anyone for Oscar to go against. 
There's no one there on that raw roster that can def- that can go for the title right now. Uh, hello, ding dong. Hello, uh, Bianca. She's yeah. there. She won the rumble. Yeah. This is on SmackDown. Huh? You said ding dong. Hello. So I said Bailey's on SmackDown. Wait, what are you saying? You said yeah, Warren, ding you're dong. Cutting out, bro. Yeah, Warren, you're cutting in and out. Why am I still cutting in and out? Okay, so you take over for a second. I'm going to see if I can fix this. Okay. Well, we wait to hear what Warren's rebuttal is. I mean, Pilch, does my does this hold any water? Like, I feel like I feel like this is like the no. answer to the the problem. You, you don't have anybody for Oscar to fight. Now we got Bianca. She's already she I, proved herself as the skill. Like, I don't know. Right. No, I understand that, but I I I I solved the problem a different way. And you solved her. What okay. I what I would do is we have Charlotte take the, the belt off Asuka at Fastlane, right? Mm-hmm. Roadblock. And then, well, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> and then you you set up the the rematch between Charlotte and Rhea at WrestleMania. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And so you're just trying to get Rhea into the picture. I, well, I, why would they? Why would they build her up like that? I mean, in the Rumble last night, if not to get insert her in the picture somewhere, right? And and you're telling me that if they're night one of WrestleMania, our dual headliners are Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I, you, that would be you're right. That's like I almost could... dream scenario. Yeah. And then give Oscar a break, man. Oscar, yeah. Um, I think Oscar just deserves a freaking break. Like she, she carried the women's I'm, division throughout the entire pandemic. Like let her, right? But like she's, I mean, she kind of had a break because there's been nobody for her to fight. She's just been carrying around the belt, and then they had to because she's had no one to fight. They had to put the tag titles on her with someone else so that she had a reason to like wrestle every week because she didn't really have anybody to wrestle yeah but if you put charlotte and Rhea there i mean those are two legitimate contenders i think right you know i i also would have put alexa bliss in the same category but they don't want to seem to for whatever reason they want to have alexa feud with randy orton and not (laughs) actually wrestle which i don't understand but Mm -hmm. um uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I'm. That's what I think they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna. I think we're we're setting it up for a Charlotte, Rhea match. At some, it might not be WrestleMania, but I think it'll happen in the near future. Hmm. And oh, segue. Um, can we talk about Billy Kay's performance in the Royal Rumble? Not like her wrestling performance but like her performance like i thought billy Kay was so funny she came out she's like nope not getting in yet she goes to the commentator desk she's trying to hand out her uh her resume her headshots <laughs> i loved it i loved every second of it and then she gets in there she's doing silly stuff peyton comes out they have a little reunion it was great god billy k billy k is doing some great stuff i tell you what i love her trying to tag along with the riot squad 
and I think the Riot Squad are like are perfect for taking uh, the the tag titles, the women's tag titles, off of Shayna and Nia Jax. Yeah, everyone in the world thinks that they're, they'd be good tag team champions, except the people that book WWE for some reason. Right. Yeah. That's a problem. I don't know what else Ruby Riot needs to do. I feel like Ruby Riot, even when she's doing like single stuff, she's so good. She's so good. And I don't understand why, what they have against her. So is Liv Morgan. Not, in my opinion. Yeah, Liv, Liv has come a long way too. And also, was, can we can we talk about what oh, what they've done with Mandy Rose too? Like, I just <laughs> it's just so disheartening. I thought this was gonna be she, good because I like Dana Brooke. I think Dana Dana Brooke got a raw deal after her and Charlotte kind of split. After she was doing her little tag along thing with Charlotte. And I thought, you know what? Dana could have a decent singles run. You know? She's strong. She's athletic. She could do mm-hmm. some stuff. And they just kind of like buried her. And she just like went to the wayside. You only see her every like once in a while. They put her with the, uh, what was Titus's thing? The Titus brand, whatever it was. Titus yeah. Worldwide. Titus Worldwide. She was with that for a while. You know? It was whatever, but I thought this was perfect because her and Mandy kind of similar in that, you know, they're both strong women, you know, they both have power, they're like power move kind type types. Um, and, you know, Mandy coming out of, uh, you know, her and her Sonya Deville thing and she needed a new partner and they didn't want to just like have her by herself. Put her in. I thought this was a perfect pairing, but again, they get together and it's just they're like, we don't know what to do with them, and then they just they're falling to the wayside. And I thought they had so much potential. There's no personality there, is the problem. And like, I heard heard this the other day, and I I wish I could give credit to who I heard it from, but I don't remember. Where it's like, if you played WWE 2K. And you create, you did like two female creator wrestlers, and they came out mm-hmm. like that's like Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke right now. They like mm-hmm. walk out, they like do a little flex, and they don't do anything besides like nothing. And it's yeah, it's does that it's awful. I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of what they've done with either one and. It, I don't know. It's just like it's like they have trouble focusing on more than one thing sometimes, and it's like <laughs> you know it, you have other people, you have other pieces that you can move around. Like <clears throat> there could have been a Mandy Rose Oscar program at some point, <clears throat> but yet like you just like stripped her of like all her personality. Don't let her talk. You don't let her do anything. So like obviously you know the fans aren't going to see her as a credible threat. So then you like it's not. And we we've said this before. It's not that <clears throat> there's not women on the roster that could work in the ring with Oscar. It's that WWE just hasn't made it a priority to book someone that could. It's almost right. like they've just been waiting for Charlotte to come back. And and that's just like the case with 
I feel like that's the case with the whole women's roster when it comes to, you know, booking people. It's just they only see Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey. That's it. And Asuka now. Like, those are the women. That's it. It's those, what, five just switch-swatching, you know, flip-flopping the title between them. And it's just like, there are people, you know, there are so many people. But, like, you know, it was that one time, like, Lana had a title shot. And I'm like, okay, maybe that was a bad move. But, like, you know, you got Shayna Baszler up there now. You got, you know, your Mandy Rose. You got your Ruby Riot. You got, you know, there are people. Even Carmella. Carmella was a good champion on SmackDown. Give her the Raw title. She hasn't, she hasn't had the Raw title yet, has she? I don't believe so. She's been right. on SmackDown time. Yeah. So, uh, Carmella had a title and she did great with it. The whole I beat Charlotte Flair thing. Like, you've done it. Like, you can put the title on other people. <laughs> you got Natty still kicking around. Like, give, put a title on her. She's like the, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, there are people. There are people. Oh, thank you. You know, <laughs> listen. Say what you want about Natty. She's, you know, she's a she's a workhorse, man. She goes out. She does the job. It's like putting she's the title on Baron Corbin. Just bless. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I I think they really dropped the ball with with uh, with Mandy Rose. Um, and that may have something to do with the whole uh, Sonya Deville thing of her WWE career getting put on hold with the with the nonsense that she was dealing with. Because um, I felt then, is she ever going to come back to in ring? Sonya Deville, I, who knows? I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if she does. I like um, what they're doing with her now, though. I think it's a good little role for. Her. Yeah. Um. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I, I'm with Pilch though. I think Bianca and um, Bianca and Sasha will be the match. That'll leave Oscar with Charlotte uh, for the other side of the women's title. Uh, what about Edge Rhea in there? And, and Rhea's got to be in there somewhere. I, I think she's going to get called up if she if she didn't already. Um. Oh yeah, get Rhea in the mix. Uh, where do we see Edge going? Roman. Really? Yeah, the Battle of the Spears. Hmm. So then, what would you do with Drew for Mania? Hmm. Keith. Maybe. Hmm? Hopefully. Interesting. So Roman. I don't, well, Roman what Edge. else do you do with Roman at Mania? I mean, who's left? I mean, I'm still holding out for our our Rock prophecy to to fulfill, but it's probably not. Gonna I think happen. it'll fulfill. It'll fulfill eventually. I don't know what's going to be this year. I I think I'm still waiting to see what what the other USO does when they come back. If they uh, I'm a little Jimmy. worried about that actually, because I think Jimmy was supposed to be back in like December, and here we are in February. 
and he's still yeah. i wonder if he had like a setback or something um i didn't hear of any setbacks and it could just be one of those things where okay you're ready to come back but you know creative's not ready to use you yet it could be that too maybe um but i want to i want to see what happens with that i'm i i want to i'd like for them to put that dynamic in there where maybe he's fighting uh roman or if he even comes oh. back it just goes right into into uh the tribe with with uh with his brother and roman i mean that too um but then if he does that if he goes in and starts working with him then again who's who's roman going to fight I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't think he has anyone to fight now, which is why they've done the Kevin Owens thing three times. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think there's more for Drew to work with than there is Roman. Because I guess you but. can go Drew. You can go Drew and Keith. Could you do Drew Sheamus, that friendship? could i guess i think that's gonna be i think it's gonna be fast lane though or roadblock or whatever it is i think it's room fast lane that's next Mm. Um, Uh, you could do you could do drew the fiend if you wanted to do drew the fiend i mean if brock comes back i mean he's always raw guy so you could do brock again speaking of uh when this person is going to come back what about andrade Maybe, maybe not you for mean, this. Spot. You mean Mr. Charlotte Flair? Sure. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's maybe, the whole point with this maybe, Lacey Evans thing, right? Is Andrade's got to be coming back soon, I would think. Yeah, I would think. And and even if it's not for for this spot against Drew, I mean, let's get this guy back on TV, especially if it's healthy. <laughs> Um, let's move on to the other side. AEW beach break. Uh, Pilt, you want to go over, um, the card and then we'll, uh, we'll break it down from there. Uh, yeah, I can. Hold on. Let me pull it back up. I did close it out. Give me just. Okay. Well, here, I got it. Here, I got it up. I got it. Okay. I got it back up. So. Okay, so uh, matches. Only four matches on the card, but some big matches. We got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Uh, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows taking on John Moxley and Pac with Ray Phoenix in a six-man tag. We got Thunder Rosa taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, in a singles match. A massive tag team battle royal uh, for a... AEW championship match at their next pay-per-view revolution. Uh now interesting piece here. This all this match does include the AEW tag team champions, the Young Bucks. If the Young Bucks come out victorious in this tag team battle royal, then they will get to choose their own opponents at Revolution. If a contending team uh wins, then they will get they will be they will be the opponents for the Young Bucks at Revolution. The teams, top flight, uh, the acclaimed, 
private party, Jurassic Express, all members of the inner circle, Sammy Hagar, uh, the inner circle with Santana Ortiz, bright and powerful, along with uh, Jericho and MJF as a team. Uh, and then the Dark Order is in here as they have two teams in here as well. They have Alex Rollins and John Silver. And then uh, the original Dark Orders, Eva Uno and Stu Grayson. We also have a Lumberjack match. Lance Archer taking on Eddie Kingston. Oh, that should be a knockout, knockdown, drag out contest between those two guys. Uh, Pilch, what are you looking forward to here uh, with this beach break show coming up? Um, obviously, you know, I think Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Moxley and, and Pack and Phoenix is going to be good. Um, you know, it doesn't really have a whole lot of it doesn't really mean a whole lot to the upcoming months to AEW, I think, but it should be an entertaining match. Uh, two of my favorite women's wrestlers are Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, so I'm super excited about that. I think that's going to be good. Um, I I like the booking decision with Kingston and Lance Archer because they, they had a match last week where... Uh, the bunny snuck Eddie Kingston some brass knuckles. He popped Lance Archer in the head, got the win. And usually when something like that happens and they have a rematch, they bar everyone from ringside, right? Usually. Uh, and they took the opposite direction. They just let everyone in at ringside. So it could be pretty uh, pretty interesting. Um, as far as the Battle Royal goes, I mean... I would be more excited for it if I didn't think that the Young Bucks are just going to win it and they're going to challenge the Good Brothers at Revolution. I I, I think it kind of the writing's on the wall there. I mean, AEW does like to swerve us from time to time, so you know, it could be could be something different, but um, that's that's my guess is the Young Bucks will win and set up a match with the Good Brothers at Revolution, which I think everyone wants to see anyways. I don't really think yeah. there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but. Um, yeah, then, in, you know, the wedding will be good. So I'm sure there'll be some shenanigans that happen in that as well. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting um, dynamic with the, the champions in the match itself, even though they have their own separate stipulation if they do win. Um, that's not usually the norm, but, I mean, difference, difference never... I would say difference never a bad thing. Uh, if you're wording it different, and it makes sense. Uh, if it makes sense, then I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Chris, anything here? I know you're not much of a an AEW fan, but anything here pop out to you as far as uh, peaking your input? Um, not really. I mean, I, I'm always into a, a good old fashioned battle royal. I'm just I would like to know the the like the rules of the battle royal, just how it would work. You know, do you do is it just single elimination? Is it once one team member is eliminated, the other one has to leave? How does that gonna work? Um Yeah, I'm interested to see what the rules are behind that too. And it sounds like there are a lot of teams too, so it's just it's gonna be very hectic. At the beginning, yes, 
Very so, much. Just interested to see yeah. see that play out. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like uh, you know, just a regular schmegular card. Good old fashioned AEW goodness. You know what I mean? And on the on the other side on Wednesday night, um, there's been some speculation uh that a certain winner bless you, a certain winner of the twenty twenty one men's Royal Rumble will be bless you, will be making an appearance on uh on NXT uh on Wednesday. So be on the lookout oh, for all- that. Before we go, I think we sh- uh, we both or none of us mentioned the fact of how good Damian Priest looked in the Royal Rumble. I thought that was great. That was true, and I was glad to see him on Monday the next night as well. Yeah, sounds like he's going to be a pretty legit player going forward, which is a good thing because you know they don't always book their NXT talent well when they get called up. So I thought that was good to see. This is, this is true. Uh, one last thing before we do go, um, the season finale of the Triple R podcast is looming. It'll be not this coming Sunday, the following Sunday. And uh, we wanted to go over what the particulars were going to be as far as how it's going to play out. Um. And so we hammered it out just before we hit record on this pre-show. So what we're going to do, we are going to find ourselves a special guest host. Um, and that person is going to listen to us uh, book a card. We found a, a random wrestler generator on the interwebs. We will each have a pool of about 20 wrestlers. We're going to come up with a five match card and the special guest will pick the best card for the winner of the season. Um, I am uh, interested to see how this is going to go. We're going to, uh, we'll announce who our, our participants in our, our pool of uh, players will be on the pre-show before we get to the Sunday show. The Sunday show, we'll say the cards. We'll have the special guest. And uh, it should be a fun, fun time. Um, and we're kind of just, you know, figuring this out as we go. Um, any uh, any thoughts about this season finale? And, geez, we've gone through. This will be, uh, this is episode 14 of the pre-show. And our, our pay-per-view on Sunday, which we'll be watching uh, December to Dismember. Um, we've gone through 14 different pay-per-views that we've watched, um, really getting some legs out of this podcast, guys. Yeah, we're doing it, man. Great dynamite drop. Chris, as Pilch is over there, silent as a church mouse. No, we're, we're getting through it. Um. I'm pretty excited about the season finale. You know, I think it'll be a little bit different from our normal accord. And, you know, I'm excited to find out who the uh, the spooky mystery guest is going to be. So that'll be fun. Yes, is uh, we will figure out who that is in the in the coming days. Um, but I think we covered everything we needed to cover. And we can wrap this one up. This is a nice uh 
tight, short pre-show here today. Uh, got everything we needed to yeah. get in, and uh, and then we're getting yeah, out. Get your stuff in. There we go. That's all. Yeah, we did good. Um, particulars. We're on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Triple R Pod. The website triple Email is the real triple R podcast at gmail.com. Uh, find us in all the different uh, podcast vehicles uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, the Spotify's. Um, also, Podcast Attic and uh, that good old RSS feed. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, Questions, comments, concerns, email or the website. Send us that. Uh, send us your stuff. Talk to us. Um, we're we're very good about uh, reading and replying. Send us suggestions about shows to watch, uh, especially coming up in season two. Um, Chris Pilch, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me, Warren. And we'll see you guys on Sunday here on the Triple R Podcast.